0: Hello and welcome to that film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode we've got another movie review, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot.
1: Finally. Finally, yeah. I've been waiting a long time for this movie. Written, directed, edited and starring Kevin Smith, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot is the 8th film in the View Askewverse, serving as a sequel to Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back from 2001, and being described by Smith as literally the same fucking movie all over again. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Jay and Silent Bob reboot yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Kevin Smith is Silent Bob, but
0: he would not be complete without Jason Mewes returning as Jay. There's also a bunch of cameos, um, including Jason Lee, Shannon Elizabeth, Rosaria Dawson, Melissa Benoist, Val Kilmer, and Ben Affleck. Luke, you have the plot.
1: When Jay and Silent Bob learn of a new Bluntman and Chronic movie being made, Bluntman v. Chronic, and the fact that they have lost their naming rights to self-identity as Jay and Silent Bob, the duo head to Chronic Con in Hollywood, where a final major scene is to be shot to sabotage the film. Yeah. It really is that first movie. I mean... Again.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, no, I, I'm trying not to say it, it is. I it get it. Be. It's the joke. That is the joke, but it really is the same movie again. I mean, there's there's plot points, uh, story beats. There is but some it is, differences. It is the joke, though, isn't it? The whole idea is to sort of make fun of the, the the reboot type thing, as opposed to remakes, or maybe a little bit of both. He's Kevin Smith is doing what he does best, and that's make fun of. The very target audience of his movies, like, and we're we're along for the ride, and I think we enjoy the humour and the digs and the.
1: You're right, but it's not like you're not being made fun of for being a fan. Like you're right, like he does, you know, point at the audience, and often, oftentimes, the actors look at the audience. Well, that's a in that movie, Strike Back, and again in this movie, it's sort of like you've got all these movies in the the view. Is it Universe or universe Well, it's View Askew. So I'd say View Askewverse.
0: Sure. Sounds good. Um, but you look, you've got all these movies. You know, th- there's different genres in the movie. You've got like a romantic comedy type drama. You've got a supernatural comedy thing. I mean, they're all pretty much comedies. But they're, they're, they've all got something different. The Jay and Silent Bob movies, you know, you had Strike Back. They're like... They're like the cartoons. They're the
1: Looney Tunes of the movie. Well, it's movies. slapstick, isn't it? Yeah. It is different because these characters, they stick out from all the other characters. And that's why it was so novel in those earlier movies when they popped up. Strike Back, it's their movie. We get them all the time. So it's a different tone to the whole film. Yeah, but it became sort of
0: their identity, that that type of movie, that genre and it worked for me. You know, it's a stoner buddy movie, but you know, there's heaps more going on. And this movie just picks up. Even though this is a sequel to Strikes Back in a way, you know, we still got to acknowledge, I guess, some things that happened in Clerks 2, which is a movie that was in yeah, between. Yeah, it gets it.
1: referenced. But you've got, in that first movie, Shannon Elizabeth as Boo Boo Kitty Puck, also known as Justice. Justice. She pops up again in here. In this movie, only we're introduced to the daughter. So yeah, it is very much a continuation. Look what Kevin Feige has done with the Marvel films. <laughs> Shared universe. Go back to the 90s. Kevin Smith. He was all He was, all he was it. doing it. Yeah. He basically looked at the comics that he'd read and enjoyed all his life and thought, I'm going to do that. And what I like about it, it's not just characters, it's locations. It's Events that have happened in the the View Ask You Like movies and, um, of course, like The Quick Stop. So it's not just a case of like these movies are connected by actors, it's events. Yes. And And sometimes actors
0: more than once. Double up?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Do you know. Doubling up in the same movie. Jane's Silent Bob Strike Back. Originally, they were going to look at having actors play. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, right. because they were already in the movie. Sure. They were looking at the Waynes brothers to play Ben Affleck and Matt oh, Damon. Wow. What was it? Who was the other one Marlon and you know who I'm talking? The about. The other one, yeah. The other one. Apologies, <laughs> they were looking at them. Is it Brandon? No. Okay. They were looking <laughs> at John Favreau and I'm blanking our names. I'm doing Vince Vaughn. You sure? But they ended up just thinking, you know what? Let's just double up. It doesn't matter. And it works for that slapstick movie. If they were doing that in Chasing Amy, it wouldn't work. If you just had actors doubling up playing different characters. <laughs> yeah. But it's it, actually it's those characters
0: from like Chasing Amy that, you know, pop up in Strike Back and this one, you know, you got uh, what is it? Banksy and Banksy. Banksy, Banksy, Banksy yeah, played much by Jason. Like the, yeah, that just like yeah. that artist. Banksy and uh, Holden Holden down.
1: McNeil. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm a huge Kevin Smith, <laughs> I really am.
0: Here I am trying to like recall all this information from this, you know, this what is it, eight movies now, right? Yeah. And you've movies. probably just got all this knowledge in there, all these fine the details. It's always there. But this movie is never get a
1: chance to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, here's your opportunity. Well you did that strike back episode. I so did with Nathan. Let me give and you and you a that plot. was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we did that for Sounds Like Comics. That was a that was a fun time.
0: All right, let's talk about a couple of the characters and stuff. Now, look, usually when I prep these shows, these reviews for us, you know, I'll write down the main cast that we usually need to refer to. Like, the cast on IMDb, Wikipedia, it's just so long. I actually gave up halfway. I was just like, I'm done. I'm done writing the names down, so you're just going to have to remember a lot of them. But I guess the main ones, of course, you know, we mentioned Jason Muse as Jay and Kevin Smith as Bob.
1: Stop that. Let's talk about Jay and Silent Bob in this. It took me a long time to just visually get on board with it.
0: I was worried about whether to bring it up or not because I felt the same.
1: Both of them clearly look different. Like we know, like it's no secret that at times Jason Muse has had a hard life. Right. You know, we don't get need to get into that, but he has. And after almost dying, Kevin Smith, uh, he went vegan and lost a considerable no, amount absolutely. of weight. They yeah. call it, in the movie, Jay's like, I used to call him Lunchbox, now I call him Snack Pack. <laughs> I used to say, Fly, Lunchbox Fly, or Fly, Fatass Fly, and you can't say it anymore because that, the jokes they, The joke, yeah. There. So they look, they do look different and they look older. And I think if you're going from 2001 to 2019, I believe is when they shot the movie, that's a lot of time has passed. It's a big jump, and I did that. I did like the back to back, you know, of Jane Simon struck
0: back, and then went to this one, and it was really daunting. But you know what? About twenty minutes into the movie, I was, I kind of forgot.
1: Yeah, um, but at say. first
0: I was like, "What is happening?" And then you have characters referring to them like looking like meth heads and stuff like that, and
1: I'm like oh, okay, yeah, they kind of do, but, you know... Yeah, it did. It probably took me about 20 minutes. I, I know what Kevin Smith looks like now, and I think most people do because he's plastered everywhere all the time. Yeah. Whenever Kevin Smith has not an as, opinion... Not as daunting, yeah. ...on anything, all the pop culture news outlets like to report on it.
0: Sure. So I mean, we
1: see him a lot, and we also see him in this movie as Kevin Smith. I did not know that going in. <laughs> I purposely tried to shy away from... From this movie, even though I listened to Kevin Smith's podcast where he's he's plugging the hell out of this movie. Well,
0: apparently the the third act was supposed to involve um, another ca- uh, another Stanley cameo, but of course we you know Stanley no longer with us. So there's a nice nod to
1: him, and then we see a clip at the end of the movie. We do,
0: which is very you know very beautiful, wonderful. Um, but yeah, they restructured that whole third act, incorporated Kevin Smith featuring as himself, and that whole <laughs> unfolding plot. Which again, just bonkers, just
1: bonkers stuff. But you just, you just expect it from this movie. But okay, so we're on board with James Silent Bob then. Like the back, the playing the characters. Oh, Silent Bob's hair. Like whenever I could, whenever Silent Bob was on screen, just whether it was the straightness of the hair, I don't know. It was just very. Distracting. What about later For when me? he's
0: not wearing a hat? You know, when he's trying to when he's pretending, when he's pretending, to, pretending become, to be Kevin Smith. And it's sort of like was
1: it like in a ponytail or there was something, I think going, something on going on. on. Yeah. But Jane Silent Bob are back and... even though I've seen this movie more than once, I've seen it twice now. I still can't believe it's a thing. <laughs> I just I never thought we'd get Jane Silent Bob again especially in their own movie. Out of all of the, you know, the Schoolverse movies, you know, each
0: one can be even though they're a part of something larger or whatever, they're all sort of within their own little bubble at most times, you know. Even when after strike back, you know, they did Clerks too. It was still in that bubble of just like, oh, look, here's a here's a movie about a fast food joint and just these very few people. Yeah, you have some people coming in and out, but the cameos went out you know over the top. These Jane, Simon, Bob movies are like cameos galore. Well, the different like,
1: beasts all together. Exactly, that this yeah. is a reboot. Well, it makes sense that they've done the same thing again, they did it, But
0: it, it's all. It's almost like these movies are like the celebration of. I guess all the all the little cool things that are you know within all the these Kevin Smith movies, you know, all the pop culture references and it's like where you know, chasing Amy there's, you know, subtle references to pop culture and stuff like that, and they have discussions. Clerks too, you know, they're talking about Star Wars versus the Lord of the Rings. You know, it's just like, you know, conversation and stuff. This is full blown let's talk
1: It's no stuff stuff. it it features everything. Yeah. It's it's like a Kevin Smith celebrated that's how I see these James Holland Bob movies. And I enjoy them for that, for that very reason. You know, James Sand Bob Strike Back was meant to be the last. If you ask, your first movie yeah, with those Clark characters. Too, yeah. <laughs> but that came like later. Like, he worked on other projects. And it's not until after movies like Tusk, Yoga Hoses well, that he's come back. I read and
0: it's a bit... I don't know, there's a po- poetic thing to it. But it's also kind of said after Kevin Smith's um, you know, health issues, his heart attack and stuff. Um, and again I don't know how true this is but I read that he you know he stated oh, he didn't want yoga hoses to be his last movie so he was like
1: let's do another James Allen Bob movie I can tell you that is hundred percent correct true. again like remember I said I listened to a lot of his podcasts that's, he's obviously and said he said it, it. yeah, and, yeah. That, and, and you know there's always like humor in what he's saying like that's he's, it yeah he's yeah, yeah. always at like, heart he's joking. happy to make fun of but his he was making tosk and yoga hoses he was making movies that he wanted to see Sure. And you know what you're talking about there. You know, Almost Dying. And he's like, well, I'm going to start making movies that people want to see again. Let's do another Jane Silent Bob. Uh, yeah, but let's make sure I still put my daughter in. Because why She's not? in all the things, I think. She well, had, she... She, had, she, in fact, not all the things. Well, saying she that... She was the baby... She was the ba- She was baby Silent Bob in yeah. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. So she was in that. She's the girl in the window in Clerks 2. Brilliant, brilliant! Look at me go! <laughs> <laughs> and she plays one of the connies in Tusk in the yep. convenience store, and then they're the main characters in Yoga Hoses. Right, and then after Yoga Hoses, Jane Bob Strike Back, and yeah, and she she's back in this. So yeah, even, pretty much since she was born. Even <laughs> when he's directing his DC TV shows, he puts her in it.
0: She's featured, there's like some cameos or something, I think I read that she, Super Girl or something. Yeah, I mean, she's in it, like she's in an episode, like oh, acting yeah, and yeah. everything. Oh, the
1: end of the movie where she's just like,
0: I'm so done with Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> there's all these little jokes, and the thing with the humour though, it's like, if you don't get it, you won't get it. You have to kind of
1: know what's... this. Like, these James Silent Bob movies, they're for Kevin Smith fans. You know, I will always... Yeah, yeah. That's why I was saying they're like this Kevin Smith celebration, you know? Like, it's all of that. If I'm going to watch a new movie, and it's not on the big screen, I'm going to watch it at home, I'll run it past my wife. And I asked her, do you want to watch Jane's Silent Bob reboot? And she snapped back, God, no. That was was an automatic response. Fair enough. But I'm a fan, and you're a fan. So Mm. this movie was made for us. Yeah. Not her. <laughs> yeah, when we get to the radio, I will dissect that a little bit more, but
0: yes. Um, but let's talk. it. Harley Quinn Smith, um, Millennium Falcon.
1: Falcon, yeah, Falcon. Millennium Falcon, or so
0: Millie. Millie, uh, again, the daughter of Shannon Elizabeth, Elizabeth's character who comes back, Justice, now Falcon. Was she Falcon before?
1: I. She was just known as Justice. Oh, and Boo Boo Puck, as yeah. I said earlier.
0: <laughs> Which also Rosaria Dawson is now the wife of... Shannon Elizabeth playing a new character, Reggie, not playing, not reprising. Becky. Yeah. but
1: Maybe she's a twin. I don't know. <laughs>
0: well, I was... It's, it's plausible. When, you know, the door opens and you do see the really actress, you're just like, oh, is And you're like, and it's oh, like... poor Dante. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, they could have had fun with that, like, how small is the universe, but... See, yes, Smith does put Harlequin in things, but seeing him in this playing Jason Mew's daughter... I found really sweet, and I liked it, especially when they do have moments of like that father-daughter thing. Muse has it's... known us since she was first born. Like he's known her. He her would whole he life. would
0: have to be treated like an uncle to her, you know, in a way.
1: I mean, you you probably know this, but later in the movie, when we're introduced to Holden's daughter Amy, that's, that's Jason Muse's, Muse's daughter, yeah. And there's just so many moments where. That kid's just doing stuff, saying stuff. And a lot of times she's just there. She's not really that like, part of the scene. She, maybe she's supposed to be. But she's a kid. just let, She's there because she's Muse's daughter. And I'm absolutely fine with that. But there's so many knowing and loving expressions and looks from both Smith and Muse in those scenes with the yeah. Amy character. I really like that. In fact, you know what? The chasing Amy scene in this movie is one of my favourite scenes, if not... It's really up there. Best scenes of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It is bloody brilliant. Well,
0: again, with the you know Ben Affleck, you know coming back and playing Holden again, you know so that good. The whole that thing Affleck's with back. um, uh, what's uh, what's the actress's name? Joey Lauren Adams. Oh, well done. <laughs> I just know her as the the chick from Big Daddy.
1: And she's uh, <laughs> back as Alyssa Jones. Alyssa
0: Jones. That's it, but that scene
1: with um, Ben Affleck was apparently a, a last minute. Uh,
0: one of the last scenes
1: filmed. Instead. It always threw me that chasing Amy, like Amy wasn't the Joey Lauren Adams character, uh, yeah, it was I mean, you, you the ex girlfriend <laughs> of Silent Bob. And then when this movie comes around and they're saying, This is my daughter, Amy, like, oh, oh, it's like just the, yeah. it's just
0: perfect. But that's the thing, like see, we both felt obviously something in that moment. So, like, so much. See, I felt so much. It's in almost that like, thing. you know, even those other movies are coming full circle. And I guess the the Jay and Silent Bob, I guess, story arc really begins in Chasing Amy because, you know, all the Blunt Man and Chronic sort of stuff really kicks Oh, you know that. yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't, that. don't remember it really featuring in Morats that in much. Mo- in
1: Morats, uh, Silent Bob essentially dresses as Blunt Man minus the insignia on the chest. Right. He's got the hat. He's, instead of a cape, he's got the jacket. But it's not until Chase Amy where it all sort of kicks off. And know? that scene where he crashes through the changing room door, it's Joey, Lauren, Adam's. In that changing room, Ah. Oh. playing a different character. I'm assuming. I can't remember. I Who even knows? Who that? Been, but, he, but that scene, though, everyone else leaves. It's Holden, his daughter Amy. Yeah. And he, and it wasn't until my rewatch that I realised what the bloody hell Affleck was doing. He was just reeling off his movies. When he goes to oh, a yeah, when Gone like, Girl, yeah. and he goes to town, and, and he's then he, gone, girl. and then he goes, it's just us, just us, League. You're like, ah. Oh. I mean, I picked up the Just Us League, obviously, the first yeah. time, but I liked it. Doesn't just... he say
0: he says something like, "like you're probably
1: looking at me being like, what are you talking about? Ah,
0: go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just like yeah, a spout. Of... It's a
1: weird way of ending the scene, I thought. <laughs> but the fact that you know it's Muse's kid, it's okay. If it was just sort of like, you know... a. So when have brought the kid in to be a part of this movie? <laughs> it would be a weird scene to take part in, weird Once Affleck. again,
0: that scene, both on an emotional level with that Chasing Amy connection and then like all the in jokes with Ben Affleck, if you don't
1: know Ben Affleck movies, if you never watched Chasing yeah. Amy. You need to know all that stuff. You would be so disconnected from that on scene. Oh, what about, you know, at the end of the show and all those extra clips and I sat through all yeah. of it. I mean they're essentially deleted scenes, right? Yeah, but it's amazing because you get you know, it's a it's a reboot or a retake of Strike Back, when they say Affleck was the bomb in Phantom Joe, and in this one, Affleck was the bomb as Batman, or something along those lines. And then, you know, Affleck's like, that's what I'm talking about. And it's just, <laughs> I'm just loving it. Oh, man, what about the... And I apologise, listeners. This is going to be the rest of the podcast. What about mean no, Yeah, we're ticking off all the talking points. Affleck, oh, not Affleck. No, it is Affleck. It, I mean, it is. Like, you know, Affleck, and he's saying that, you know, you get to a point in your story and it's not about you anymore, it's about your kids, and you find you're not Bruce Wayne, you're actually Thomas Wayne or or his mother. What was her name again? Yeah, it's like, uh, which it's, her name just uh, keeps it's us like, Oh, man. It's like, yeah, that's good. I, that is a really good joke. I
0: like how the James Hardenbob movies are the ones where they break the Fourth War. They smile and nod. And the expression that Kevin Smith just makes, you know, like whether
1: he's shrugging or smiling or just like, eh. <laughs> like, I mean, he had to, you know, his, his acting career essentially was not talking. So he really <laughs> had to exercise those other muscles. But actually, get
0: yeah, all of his expressions, like with his eyes, like the, the smirk, it's all, it's charming.
1: Like, I'm going to say this, man. like you make a very good point there because, you know, Kevin Smith, you know, writer, director and all these things. But, you know, you... Decades ago, like, you could have imagined him in silent cinema. <laughs> I'm not saying he's the next Charlie Chaplin, but he does so much, saying nothing. Yeah, kinda like, it works better
0: in a comical way because of the. Well, that's the, Charlie Chaplin. That was like, I mean, I think even the whole thing. Kevin Smith takes photos and he's like doing weird things with his face. Like well, he always like he oh, can never take like, a normal photo. He always
1: like you know his eyes are almost like popping out of his yeah. head. Like that's that's kind but of that's his funny. Note does thing. yeah? I've always taken that. As you know, celebrity, you know, he did clerks and then Universal came a knocking, gave Molder to make more of that and he kind of just got propelled, yeah. you know, into, into fame. And he was doing work for Marvel Comics, DC Comics. So maybe that was just like a early default that he did, and he just stuck with it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And you mentioned, you know, like Universal stuff like that. Uh, noticeable this movie, Savan. And then there's the whole call-out, and they're the guys who did Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, so this that, was movie good. Being yeah that was good. You know, like, I think when... I think Strike Back was Miramax, right? Yeah. So they played with Miramax Studios, and they, you know that they That's right, made yeah. fun of, of them. Yeah, again, all in tasteful Well, Good uh, Hunting, that was in, yeah. That was in, <laughs> in, in Scream, yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah, of course, yeah. And the Don't Jane Silent Bob cameo
1: in Scream, Scream. Scream 3, yeah. It was their appearance in Scream 3... That made Kevin Smith think, "Hang on a minute, yeah, let's return. Maybe there's something to this. Like, sure. let's do a movie. Oh, okay. It was their cameo, and fans' reaction to seeing them in that little scene. Either way, it just means that scream
0: movies are in uh, this universe. Um, it but does mean, I yeah, <laughs> it definitely does. What was I saying? Something stupid. Ah, so, so yeah, Saban, Saban films. Yeah, they get to play with
1: with that company, I guess. As I guess they're they're the parent of the of this movie. So. and that's the thing with Universal, though they. They do own Morvats. They don't own Jane Silent Bob, but they own Morvatz. Mm. Was it Universal with this movie as I know it was Saban, was it? No, this movie is Saban. That was Saban. Yeah, it was just Saban. Yeah, though, it? It, was so, like, it came out of nowhere they were looking for someone to finance and promote and then Saban. Yeah, they're the it's just something, studio.
0: Just something really different and stuff. But
1: you know, it plays into the plot, they're the ones that
0: have bought the rights to blunt. Craig Robinson.
1: Go, go, power Rangers. <laughs> Oh, it's a good scene.
0: I mean, we could literally just sit here and talk about every cameo and every joke, but I mean, I think we... Let's do it.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> just don't, nah, have, we, I don't we, have the time. I just, we, I just don't have the time. We would be here all night. I mean, the, the notable ones then. I mean, Jason Lee Backers, Brody Bruce mm. and cue the music. <laughs> I can't do it
0: I can't do it but I'm, I'm not even going to try I think we going to try no no am I, like, no, no, uh, no. I, I going to do the Jason no. Lee part I okay.
1: realised that I'd made a mistake when I did the Power Rangers bit so I am like, <laughs> <laughs> not going to do it again let's pull back okay <laughs> let, so the, I mean there's so many cameos in this you're right we don't just need to sit down and list them off
0: I mean look this movie up on Wikipedia and look at the actor list like it's insane
1: I mean Val Kilmer as the reboot we well, should talk about, about that Man, I, I
0: guess
1: and uh, Melissa Benoist as the reboot Chronic
0: I mean, I enjoyed what they what they were doing. It was a good
1: scene, good setup. Tommy Chong as Alfred. Oh, I mean, <laughs> ridiculous. It really is, yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, maybe I wanted more. And I think what my expectations were was, you know, you got you got Jay Ansel and Silent Bob interacting in the film. When, you know, when you had Mark Hamill with the cock blocker, cock, cock, cock buster,
1: knocker, cock knocker.
0: <laughs> I mean, I only watched it yesterday. <laughs> Again. Um, but I think you know, like they were in the scene, they
1: were doing stuff. Whereas this one, it was just like, oh, here's a clip. Of- it worked though It, it worked. I y- you don't watch a James Silent Bomb movie for Val Kilmer, so I was okay, <laughs> yeah, okay having him in a scene. It played out well. There was a moment though where I was I was watching it the first time, and I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, it's weird that they get Val Kilmer and he's not even talking. Oh, he's <laughs> Silent Bomb That's not the whole point, idiot. I mean, he's 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 the second
0: of three Batmans that yeah. we get in the series. Unless so there's cool. another they hidden get... one that.
1: Are... Well, he's not really hidden. He's upright and center. Up, well, up front and center, should I say? did you Bader? Yeah. Um, Hammers of Justice, <laughs> <laughs> referencing his face, just like Brave and the Bold. And so we get bold. two, no, three Batmen in yeah, this. We've got Affleck, of course. That's pretty good, mm. and we get him twice, I guess. So that's we get cool. a bit of Matt Damon back as Loki. Mm. He died. Doesn't matter. He's back. His scene was. I mean, literally just plugged in. Literally there. out of place, and they kind of like just made it bleed into a narration. Yeah, that, I was going to say yeah, they, <laughs> just to make it. It was clearly just tacked on, but they tried to. They, they, you're right. It was almost they like bled a, it into the next. It scene. was like a commercial break. Like it was like a cutaway. I thought he was going to try and sell us something. But again, but, more more. But it's it's more fan service. More, more jokes. References, references. Fan service. It was good references. Tom
0: Hiddleston's it. Loki. Oh, speaking of which fake British accent <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Hemsworth the hologram uh, probably
1: my least favourite cameo to be honest
0: it's him being funny again which I is, like Hemsworth
1: good. and I really like funny Hemsworth I think if they'd have done that joke once I'd have liked it more
0: Is oh. but when
1: they do it a second time but
0: that's at the end of the movie with still, the still I don't, I don't know like, again, if it's I'd sort of have like just
1: seen it once
0: alternative scene ultimate scene you know
1: Hmm. well yeah but what did you like. think of the
0: we have a new group of. we have a girl gang
1: yeah you know I <laughs> <laughs> okay I don't know where I was going with that let me tell you this <laughs> let's let's break this movie down I mean, into three all, parts out of all the right? characters in the movie beginning middle are... and end sure this is the girls of. the if I if I could watch this if I could choose which order I watched it in my favourite parts I would go three one two and maybe I wouldn't finish the movie. The middle part dragged that hell for me. Because it's like the first Did you first say there were four parts or three, three. parts? There were three parts. So beginning, you the, middle and yeah, end. So I so do the end, the beginning, the middle. And maybe I'll just leave the middle. Because <laughs> I watched it the first time. And then, you know, you ease into it. And it's very, you know, it's referencing the things that we love. But it's not going too heavy. Yeah. And then you get to the middle of the movie. You get Sean Elizabeth. That's fine. And then you introduce to the kids. And it's... The it's, plot does divert, doesn't it? It's good, but it's not... I didn't want... For me, watching a James Talent bob movie, it's like I said earlier, you don't watch it with Val Kilmer. You watch <laughs> it with Kerry Smith and Jason yeah. Mewes, and although they're in it start to finish, you get these other characters that are just, for me, a bit of a distraction, although I get very integral to the plot. I mean, they're literally a distraction. It they, they, they diverts them from getting to Hollywood, even and for a little bit. they get to Chronicon, so the third act great sure favourite part that was really good I was really yeah but
0: well, I think what, what's better with the girls in this movie as opposed to in Struck Back is that they actually they actually played a part in the well, at least going into the third
1: act you know there's they play more of a part yeah, yeah where the he's, Asian girl who's yeah.
0: actually like a Russian terrorist or whatever that, that whole reveal I mean it's bonkers honestly but... I didn't see it coming <laughs> <laughs> did you? <laughs> I mean, no. I, didn't see <laughs> I
1: did enjoy them, like constantly being freaked out by her. I <laughs> kept getting really close to her, constantly whispering into her microphone. Mm, uh, yeah, Alice Wynn plays Shen Yu.
0: There's also a girl called Soapy and Jihad?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mean,
0: I thought they were fine, but I mean, they use they use the time with them pretty well, you know. Like the the joke, the whole joke is that. They essentially are the the prime example of this movie rebooting or remaking. I get it. I I, I get it completely. Make it more youthful, diversity. It's all there. And they have. They've they've done
1: all those things. Yeah. But that's a joke. Yeah, I know. Okay. The the jokes in this movie are not subtle. I'm not trying to (laughs) explain it. It's there. It's. But, yeah. But I I thought those characters were fine. It's like watching The Expendables 3, where the old guys leave for a while and it's just. The new kids, <laughs> Ronda Rousey and the others. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm not here for this. I'm here for Stallone. Yeah,
0: but that's that's okay. I think that's okay.
1: But it, again, like as a movie, you know, I did enjoy it, and you know, we're getting towards a rating, I, I think. But yeah, the the girl gang, my least my least favorite part of the film.
0: I, and I think that's fair. Like, but I guess much like Instructs Back, yeah, the my least favorite part was when they diverted and they kidnapped the monkey and stuff. Suzanne. Suzanne, yes. <laughs> Which there's no there's no Suzanne Cameo in this movie, right? I didn't forget. No, but the
1: reference Suzanne. Of of
0: yeah. Good times. Uh, yeah, but I think what this movie as much as this movie is sort of similar to you know, Strikes Back, the main difference is that I think this movie has the most character growth of Jay and Silent Well, maybe more so Jay, but well, Jay
1: Becomes a father, yeah. That's that's it's a
0: big thing. Different. I mean, before, yeah, they were going along, they were doing things, doing what they thought they needed to do, and you know, they have their one liners and they have their antics and all that stuff, but there was never really character growth. They just ended up with more money at some point. That was the change in their character, really. Yeah,
1: you're completely right. Like, they that's what's different. The characters really were serviced and they were allowed to grow and I've always liked the relationship between Jay and Bob like it's always been such a strong connection between the two and even in this movie I like how how Silent Bob he will just stand back and he he will give Jay room to grow and Mm. and mature and like Bob you can see like he had the answer all along the most important thing in your life Jay is your daughter But at no point does he point him in that direction or say anything along those lines. He waits for him to come to the realisation. They see how happy Bob is when he reaches that realisation. At the end of the movie... (laughs) Classic Bob to stay pretty quiet. (laughs) eh? Uh. At the end of the movie, when they're stood outside of the old RT video, Mm. and Dante's trying to get in, he's not supposed to be at work today. (laughs) He's not supposed to be here today, the whole thing. How many times has Brian O'Hallovan said that line? (laughs) But they stood outside and then Jay saying what is important in life. And I can't remember exactly, but it's along the lines of like, you know, it's important that you've got a best friend that's always got your back, even if he stood by your side. It's something like along those lines. It was just beautiful. It was just absolutely beautiful. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. All oh, right, sounds like you're about to rate it, which I think you kind of maybe did. I just need a number, really, unless you have more to say No, no, at. I'll I'll give the number. Like This movie is not... If we're saying this is a reboot, it's not as good as the original. It, it's not, but it is a lot of fun, and I'm glad that you mentioned that about the characters being allowed to grow and there's character development here probably more than we've had in previous movies. It, it, it's fun. I do think that the limited release of this movie, and I guess it was part of the deal with Saban, has hurt this film because, I mean, Kevin Smith is still touring this film in the US, getting people to see it, doing live Q&As. Here in Australia, for a limited time, it was due to be on at event cinemas, and they just disappeared from the, from the schedule. It did, yeah. You can purchase it on DVD and Blu-ray in Australia, but you've got to get a Region 1 or Region 2 copy. Like, it's not yet been released in stores in Australia, although online you can access it. It's, it's, ah, man, it should have just been like a proper release. But again, I understand the restrictions. I would have loved to have seen this at the cinema. I think I would have probably enjoyed a lot more having the cinema be a part of my viewing experience. It's not up there with Strike Back. It's still a lot of fun. And I, I will keep going back to this movie just like I do the other ones. But I'm going to have to come in at a measured 3.5. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I only do that because oh, you'll find out.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, even though I had a really good time, and I think a lot of, a lot of the, the humor and stuff was the fact that I was watching essentially a modern version of of Jane Silent Bob's Strike Back. So the jokes were up to date. It was pop culture reference that we're all about, you know, like we are living in that now. So I think I never watched Strike Back when it came out. It was years after, you know, like, you know, thank my parents for actually being responsible in some way. Um, but yeah, it's I think that was what I enjoyed the most out of it. I still enjoyed the ride. It's good to just like I said. It's one big Kevin Smith, James Hunt Bob celebration. It's all about pop culture and everything that he's all about. Um, but yeah, it's it's not as sound of a movie as Strikes Back. And I'm, I only laughed before because I'm was dead set going for three point five as well. So yeah, I'll meet you. I'll meet you right there. Three point five out of five.
1: You know, I did try and watch Strike Back. I could talk about this on the Sounds Like Comics episode. I went to the movies. To buy a ticket for Strike Back. Certificate 18 in the UK. And I was 17, got ID'd and got turned away. Tragic. What year did it come out? 2001. Yeah, I was was, 17.
0: I was like 11. (laughs) Yeah, so I couldn't watch it.
1: Even, like, the first time I watched Clerks and Rats were on VHS. Right. And they were certificate 18s. And I was even younger then. (laughs) Yes, I've always, like... But like they're not. I feel like they're not. Besides
0: the language, they're not as bad as. I
1: do think, since moving to Australia, that the 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 rating system in in the UK is a lot harsher. Like what we'd have is like a certificate eighteen. Here (laughs) in Australia, it's like an MA Mm. fifteen. It's it just it does not compare. But anyway, I still haven't watched a Chain Silent Bob movie on the big screen. I've seen them on the big screen in Clerks two, but not actually in their own movie. Maybe like some sort of uh, retro, uh, you know, movie screening or something. If they ever do it, I'm just gonna have to wait for Jane Silent Bob another reboot. (laughs) When Kevin Smith finally gets around to it, the the
0: the finale, the big finale or something, make a trilogy. Um, you know what? I did kind of burn through a bit of my most of my trivia points throughout the episode because I just felt they naturally fitted in there. Um, so the only last bit I had was. Just to call that to a poster that you can see in Millie's room, um, to to the design of Clerks, but it's called Busing. Oh, really? And according to this fun fact, this was Kevin Smith's first idea for a movie about busboys, which grew into Clerks, obviously the 1994 movie, his first film. Um, hence why the poster is the same style as Clerks, but just says Busing. And I think there's like there's like a picture of like a it's either like a mug or something. There's like a plate and yes.
1: But I know, know that? I
0: noticed it, and I was like, "Hey, that's like a clerk's poster." What it's like
1: white, and you know, like with the. I have to go back and look at the colorful letters. Yeah, yeah. While we're talking about the clerk's poster, though. <gasps> the clerk's cast. Oh, okay, okay, yes. <laughs> but when we see the clerks cast like and you play the clerks music, the clerk cast are in black and white. And when we cut back to Jane, Silent Bob, they're now black and white. Get freaked out. They run and away and leave oh, like the a, room like a cartoon. Oh, wow, man. I'm glad that we did not forget to you mention know, that. This
0: is so bad that we're bringing up your points after the rating. But the music, when it was a scene, I guess related to, like you just said, you know, they played the cler- clerks music. But like the chasing Amy oh. scene, you know, you've got the the. The track, the track is called
1: Tube of Wonderful.
0: Oh, no. Oh, it's great. 3.5. <laughs> I think even when they go to the comic book shop, uh, Brody's, whatever it's called, I'm going to say comic book shop. <laughs> I know there's a name for it. I can't remember what it is. But it's... Oh, Brody's Secret Stash. That's the one. Um, yeah, the I'm pretty sure it's a, it sounded like more rats. Like it just, I
1: just felt it like it. It has that sound. And then it makes reference to there being more rats out there. And Jay's like... I didn't see no kids. Is that no, no actual, actual rats? rats. Okay, look, we, we need to We're wrap done. this up. But I just want to say the clerk's poster, if you think back to it, one of the unique things about that poster, it is not Silent Bob on the cover. It is Kevin Smith. The director is on the poster, which oh. is a weird thing. It's not Jay and Silent Bob on the poster. Kevin Smith was there as when they were shooting it. It was his first movie, and the photographer said, "Oh, do you want to get in on the shot?" And he went, oh, "Okay." But it wasn't until after the fact that it's a realization that it's a it's a movie poster with the director standing with the cast. That's actually he's not in character. That blows madness. my mind.
0: Madness
1: blows my mind because it would have been him and Jason Mewes if it was over there was James <laughs> Salter But by Smith's own admission. He wasn't playing Silent Bob in that shot. He was just standing where the photographer asked him to stand. (laughs) We need to end this review. really weird, <laughs> uh, I guess. So
0: that's it then, if you, if we must. Um, our review of Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast.
1: We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as That Films You Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsyoupodcast.com. If you missed it, Sounds Like Comics have a recent episode looking at Jane's Silent Bob Strike Back. I may have mentioned it. And (laughs) Rewind and Review went back to 2009 to relive The Hangover. Be sure to also check out our recent review of Birds of Prey. Okay, I'll say it. And the fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. (laughs) Our next review from that film stew. Sonic the Hedgehog. Could it be this year's Detective Pikachu? <laughs> One of my worst movies of last year. I guess I we- hope not. We will
0: find out. Listen to the episode and see what you thought. Uh, you've been listening to Jason and Luke, they guys from that films. See you soon.